You ever seen somebody go from a very dark place? I mean, a very, very dark place. They're addicts, drug, alcohol, alcoholic, DUI after DUI after DUI and DWI and not good friends, not in a good place. Boom. Three, six, 12 months later, 24 months later, three, five years later, they're in an incredible place, fully changed, whole different human being. You don't even recognize them. You watch them. You see their eyes. You see the way they walk, talk. Everything they do is so impressive. What caused this? By the way, let me give you the flip side. You ever seen somebody that's doing great? They're doing great things, contributing, good family life. They're in a good place, good surrounding, making the right decision. Three, six, 12 months later, you don't recognize them. They're in a dark place. What happened to them? Why are they not growing the way they were growing before? This person, same body, same spirit, everything's the same. How is it so different of an attitude and the results they're getting? What causes somebody to make drastic change? You ready? Very simple for me. Words, language. Today I'm on a conference call with my guys, and one of my guys asked the question. He says, Pat, uh, uh, what do you think about burning out? You know, what do you do when you're working and your people are burning out and just it's burnout and burnout this and burnout that? I said, you know what? First of all, I don't use that phrase. I said, how long have you been working with me? A long time. When's the last time you saw me burn out? I've never seen you burn out. I said, I'm not a robot. I'm not a machine. So you know how I slept last night? I said, how did you sleep last night? I said, I don't even know how I slept last night. I put my head down. I was gone. I woke up. I don't even know what I dreamt about. I had slept so good. It was like a thousand pounds on the bed going down because I was gone. I slept so good. I'm not telling you I don't rest. I'm not telling you I don't rest. But I said, I don't burn out. Why don't you burn out? Okay, let's talk about that. Everything in life is about language. Everything. There's a word I don't use. I don't use the phrase. I was saying this on the conference. I don't use the phrase, I'm, you see the T word? It's one of the most dangerous words in the world. I don't use the T word. I don't like to use the T word. And I don't like people using the T word around me. I'm very comfortable. You said, you know, if, uh, it'd be a, you use whatever words you want to use around me, fine. Yeah, some of the stuff I don't like, fine. I was in the military. We curse professionally. We curse for a living is what we did in the military. And that stuck with me in works I've done, everything else I've done. I'm not telling you, I walk on water here, but I, I can't stand the T word. Why not? Surround yourself with five people around you. Let them keep telling you how T they are. Oh, my gosh, I'm so tired. Oh, my gosh, I'm tired at 3 o'clock. I'm so tired. I need a nap. I'm so tired. Oh, my gosh, you're driving me nuts. You're driving me nuts with this T word. You say it, you're right. I don't want to say it. I don't want to say the T word. Just like I don't want to say a lot of words, other words. My dad was in town. I went home, the TV was on, the news was on. I can't even stand watching the news right now. I like the news. I enjoy seeing what's going on. I want to be educated and aware of what's going on with the economy and the market today. But I read today. I don't watch today. It's so divisive today. It's so manipulative today. It's so, everything's about dividing today. You know, when you run a, a Dana White, Dana White pits his guys against each other. For what? Exposure, competition, bigger payday, people make more money, right? Okay. ESPN, you know, uh, Cleveland, Lakers, Bulls, all these guys. Why? Because it's results, competition, it's great. There's nothing wrong with competition in sports. There's nothing wrong with competition in business. There's nothing wrong with competition in those types of areas. There's a lot of problems with competition in politics. You know why? Because it's mindsets being injected. It's manipulation being injected, and many people are buying it. Long time ago, I refused to buy a lot of different mindsets being imposed to me, both from my mom's side and my dad's side. I had people on my dad's side that would say, you know how women are. They're all the same. They're all the same. They're all the same. You know how they're. I said, stop telling me. 
I don't want to hear that. Why not? I don't want to hear that. I said, because one day I want to get married and have a family. I don't want to believe that. Don't say it around me. Why are you getting so upset? Because I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear it. Not around me. I don't want to hear it. On the other side. Let me tell you how these types of people are. Stop telling me how rich people are. I judge everybody based on how they are. I don't judge them by their wealth. I know poor people who treat me royally. And I know poor people that treat me like shit. I know rich people that treat me with respect. And I know rich people that don't. Dollar sign never made a difference as the character of the individual. Stop putting that stuff in my mind. I don't want to hear it. I was 21 years old saying these things. I was in the army. Couple of guys telling me you'll never be rich. I don't want to hear it. Say it to somebody else. I worked at Bally's. A guy named Jose was one of my boss. Why are you reading all these books? I can tell you exactly what book I was reading at that time. What author I was reading. I was 21 years old. You're wasting with, uh, time reading these books. You're never going to be a millionaire. I said, hey, you can say it to yourself. Don't ever say that to me again. I stopped those thoughts. I don't want it to enter this mind. I don't. I don't want to do it. You remember the scene, my Pursuit of Happiness? You know that famous scene? I interviewed a real guy, Chris Gardner. I introduced him at an event back in 07, 08. There's a scene where he says, don't let anybody change your mind, not including myself, your father. I don't want to do that. The other day, as a father, I made a mistake next to my son. Talking to this couple, and we're talking about a third baby. They're considering a third baby. My son is next to me. I said, kids are so annoying sometimes. I said it in front of him. My son went under the table. He wouldn't come up for 20 minutes. My heart, my soul was crushed. I didn't like that. All day I thought about it. I went home. I went to my son. I said, we're leaving. My wife's like, is he in trouble? I said, he's not in trouble. Daddy's in trouble. I said, we're leaving right now. We're leaving. He says, uh, where are we going? I said, really, I got to tell you something. He says, is everything good? I said, believe me, everything's good, but we got to go. I took him in the car. We drove. I pulled over. I said, I want you to look at me. I said, this is a kid with a lot of pride. Very proud kid, and I love this kid. Very special kid. I said to him, I said, you know, I said something today, and I noticed you didn't like it. He said, yes. I said, I want you to know something. He says, what's that? I said, I need you to look at me in my eyes. He says, look at me in my eyes. I said, you know what was the greatest day of my life? What? The day you were born. Greatest day of my life. Obviously, I've had two, you have two other siblings. Those were all, also incredible days for me. But up until that point, the greatest day of my life was when you were born. I said, I took you, you stayed at the hospital, you had jaundice. We'd come in, we'd watch the light. Your skin was yellow. When you came home after five nights, I put you on my lap. We watched the Super Bowl. That's when you came home. You were born February 1st of 2012. I was the happiest man alive because I named my son Patrick Gabriel Ben David. Patrick is my name. Gabriel's your grandfather's name. Two people that's going to inject the spirit into you. And Bet David is the house of David. Beta, a Syrian last name. Bet David. I said, you fulfilled me because God, God gave me the greatest gift ever. was my first son. So let me tell you, I've watched you since the day you were born. You've always been very independent. You've always demanded respect. And what I said today was not a responsible statement by your dad. I want you to tell me, I want to explain to you what I mean by this so you understand this part. He says, what's that? I said, here's what I mean by annoying. I said, sometimes is your daddy annoying? Yes. I said, do I sometimes push you too hard? Yes. Do I sometimes challenge you? Yes. 
Do we have a lot of fun together? Yes. Do you like to wrestle with me? Yes. Do I, when I come, do you like to jump on my back? Yes. I said, do you know I love you? Yes. Do you know I love you a lot? Absolutely. I said, great. But I sometimes I know you know? Yeah. And sometimes you guys do as well. I didn't mean it in a way for you not to know that I don't love you. You need to understand that part. I wanted to give you my interpretation of the word annoying. You need to know. You being born changed my life. Do you understand me? Yes, daddy loves you. Great. I took him home. You know why I did that? I don't want that to linger. Because words have so much weight behind them. I don't want that to linger. And we went home. We had a great time. We came back out. There are certain words I refuse to accept. I made a video this week. People got pissed off. Posted on Instagram. Three, four thousand comments within the first couple hours. Posted on Facebook. A bunch of different comments. Here's my thoughts about this. I can't believe he said this. Why? I don't like another person imposing their fears, insecurities, and victimhood on me. I'm Armenian, I'm Assyrian. Every year we have the Armenian and the Assyrian genocide. One and a half million Armenians, 500,000 Assyrians. I am Armenian and I'm Assyrian. These are events that took place over 100 years ago with young Turks on what they did, what the Turkish Empire did to Armenians. One and a half million people. And there are words that I see my community use where they say victims. I can't listen to that word because I don't see myself as a victim. I don't. It's too powerful of a word. I don't see myself as that. So I'm not going to say, well, we're, we're victims. I'm sorry, I'm not a victim. I don't buy that. So why am I saying this to you? Look, I've seen people change from good to bad. I've seen people change from good to bad to dark places where I don't even recognize them. I don't even know what happened to this individual. And I've seen people go from dark places to bad to good to great. The change from good to bad and the change from bad to good is both caused by words. Be very careful what words you use. You choose whatever words you use. I'm just telling you some of mine. The T word happens to be one of them. I don't like to use it. I talk about it openly with other people and I'll use it. Obviously for the example of this video, I'm not giving the whole word to you, but you know what the T word is. I'm tired, I'm tired. No, not gonna use it. For you, when you're done watching this video, make a list of certain words that you use that don't serve you well. What are those words? Your kids are listening to you. Your siblings are listening to you. Your peers are listening to you. The people who work with you are listening to you. Are those effective words? No, stop using them. Add them to a list, say moving forward, I don't want to use these words. You use them once, be aware, not going to use it again. Then, what words do you want to add to your repertoire? What words do you want to add to your dictionary? Start using those words. And people around you, when they freely throw words around, stop them. Stop them. Don't let them use it around you. Because a form of you not saying anything means you're accepting those words. You don't have to accept those words. You can say, Bobby, I don't agree with that mindset. You can believe it. Totally fine. It's America. You, you, have, you, you have the right to believe that. I'm just, I'm not buying that. So it's going to stop right here. You can buy that. I'm, I refuse to buy that. And then eventually, people around you are going to be like, what is wrong with you? You sound a little weird. No, no, no. I'm just being protective of my spirit. Because however I feel, my family is going to feel. And I don't want them to have that kind of spirit in my household. You get to decide that. So my challenge to you, make a list of the words. And those that don't produce results, replace them with some good ones. And then go keep talking about it over and over and over again. And watch yourself go from wherever you are right now to incredible places.